Welcome to the Warriors Podcast. Are you ready? You know, I'm a big fan of efficiency, efficiency, right? So uh, maybe it's because of my background. You know, I, I was born in South America. I was born in Lima, Peru. And, you know, we didn't really have a lot of money. I talked about my story a little bit before. And, you know, my mom and my dad, even though we had a beautiful, beautiful family, there was love and respect and caring and nurturing and blah, blah, blah. We never really had a lot of money. As a matter of fact, uh, we lived with my grandparents, right? And my parents never really owned a house or a car. Uh, you know, we were not starving right but we we didn't have money to for those you know the house and the car and the trips and all those things so maybe because of my background and, and never really having enough money I've always been so good at out of every cent that I have in front of me I want to make the most out of it right I mean I remember this is like true story my uh, mom would give me you know 60 cents in Peru right in Peruvian I was born in South America in Lima Peru in Peruvian money she would give me 60 cents to uh, for the bu uh, bus. I'm not talking about the school bus, right? I'm talking about the via bus. Yes, when I was like 10, I started taking the bus when I was like 10, 11 years old, I think, maybe before that. Uh, and, you know, she would give me 30, it was, it was 30 cents. Actually, it was 50 cents. There was like, it was in those moments that it was going from 30 cents to 50 cents, right? So she would give me, not 60 cents, I remember that. She would give me a, a, a one sol, right? let's say a dollar, right? The Peruvian money. Uh, and, you know, she would give me $1, 50 cents for the way to school and 50 cents for the way back, right? And what I would do is many times I would actually walk to school so that I can save myself that $1, right? And I started counting my pennies, counting my dollars or counting my soles, right? And I've just been always, always been so, maybe because of the lack of money, maybe because of whatever, I don't know what the reason is, but I've always been very careful about every cent that I have. How do I make the most out of it? So maybe it comes from, you know, my background, where I'm, you know, where I'm from or how I grew up. But in business, it was same thing. Every single cent, I want to make sure that if I'm going to invest, I want to get the most out of it, right? So efficiency. I, I, I've always, I've always tried, not been, but I've always tried to be as efficient as possible. If I'm going to put this dollar in, how can I get the most out? And I just became obsessed about how can I get the most out of this dollar? You know, when you start your business, you start marketing your business. In my case, I had, uh, one of my first businesses was an advertising agency, right? So I had to advertise. Of course, I'm not going to build an advertising agency if I don't advertise myself, right? You're not going to build a website company if you don't have a beautiful website, right? Always, I believe in if you're going to sell something, you got to have it yourself, right? So anyway, you know, we started, uh, you know, putting money in advertising. And one of the things that I always ask myself is, okay, let's say that we start putting $10 a day, right? At the beginning, at the very beginning, when I didn't have a lot of money for my business, for marketing, for advertising, let's put $10 in. And I always asked, okay, how can I get the most out of this? Let's say that, you know, the first month after putting, let's see, $10 a day, so uh, 30 days, so that's $300, right? So $300 in, uh, how much did I get out? And I just became so obsessed with numbers, right? I would put the, okay, January, I put it $300. How much money did I, how many clients did I get? Okay, I got two clients. Back then I was charging like $500 each client. I'm telling you, this is like, this is a story for another day. Then that's uh, a thousand, right? Two clients would be a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars each. So I'm putting in three hundreds, and I'm getting two clients 
uh, every single month, that's, you know, $1,000. So it's a 3.3x ROI, which is great. But I always ask myself, how can I make it 5x? How can I make it 10x? How can I make it 15x? How can I make like 50? Is it even possible? Let's find out. Let's figure it out. So I just started getting obsessed with the numbers, right? And through that, through that obsession, I started learning a little bit more about KPIs, right? Because I'm running Facebook ads. Uh, I was running Facebook ads. I started learning about the cost per click and the cost per lead and the cost per appointment, right? Because I had a, uh, what I call a, um, uh, an attraction, a, uh, a qualifying funnel. My goodness, my, my mind went somewhere else. A qualifying funnel, right? So it's a series of pages, about four pages where people go through and then, you know, they keep taking the next step and the more steps they take, the more qualified they are. So by the time they schedule an appointment, they're literally this close of buying and they're highly, extremely qualified, right? But then not everybody showed up, so I had to I had to look at my show up ratio. And not everybody closed, so I had to look at my closing ratio, right? So one thing that I learned, and this is uh, something that one of my mentors told me, and uh, I had these like mentors that were very bold, straight up, straight to the point. No, you know, they didn't care about how I felt. They just told me the things. They just told me what they thought. And this guy was very, uh, uh, very, very, uh, one of my mentors, he was very uh, bold and he just looked at me and he said, look, Miguel, people lie. People lie. People will lie to you. I, I can lie to you, right? Hey, you can lie to yourself. People will lie. You know who's not going to lie? Numbers. Numbers will never lie. So look at your numbers. Get obsessed with your numbers, right? When he told me this, I didn't really understand what that meant. And it was not until a little bit later that I started learning about, okay, the KPIs and the cost per click and the cost per lead and the cost per appointment, the cost per acquisition, right? And the show up ratio, the closing ratio, and blah, blah, blah. So how do you improve your sales process? The, the, the answer is simple. What you have to do is you have to get obsessed with numbers, you have to get obsessed with your numbers. What are your KPIs? What are those numbers? Everybody's got different KPIs, right? Now today I have a different business. I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about what is my cost per lead, my cost per appointment, because I don't. Uh, my new business today is. I don't set appointments with them, right? Uh, it, it really depends on the strategy. It really depends on the strategy. So I know a really good friend of mine who owns a uh, a business, and his strategy to to get high ticket sales is through a Facebook group. So his numbers look a little bit different, right? He needs to worry about the cost per click because he's running ads to send people to an actual a two-page funnel. And then after the two-page funnel, it sends them to the uh, to the group, right? It's a free group where a lot of people get a lot of value and that's kind of like an incubator. So he needs to worry about the cost per click and then he needs to worry about the cost per lead. Then he needs to worry about the cost per new member, new Facebook group member. Then he needs to worry about what's the conversion rate, right? Out of all these members that I got in this month, let's say that he got a thousand members, how many of those was he able to nurture and close, right? Or how many, maybe maybe even I, 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 I skipped a few steps. Maybe after the new member, maybe it's how many people scheduled appointments with me. And then out of those people that scheduled appointments, how many people did I close? Right, so you gotta learn all your numbers, and you gotta get obsessed with all the numbers. And then the next question is simple: How can I make these numbers better? How can I make my cost per click better? How can I make my cost per lead better? How can I make my cost per new member better? 
how can I make my cost per appointment better? How can I get my closing ratio better? That is how you're going to improve your sales process by learning, by just getting obsessed with your numbers, right? So now you're going to be like, okay, cost per click. Okay, what is the cost per click? Is the cost per click about, cost per click is about the ad itself, right? If I get a high, if I get a high cost per click, that means that the ad is not really getting a lot of attention. So therefore, what I have to do is I have to create a new ad. It could be that I have to create a new ad. It could be that I'm targeting the wrong person. It could be that I'm not getting enough attention. It could be all three. I don't know, but let's go ahead and test it out. So now you grab your phone and you do, instead of a picture ad, now you do a video ad, right? And instead of a horizontal video, you do a vertical video, right? And instead of a two minute video, now you do a one minute video, right? So, and then you launch it and then you're like, oh, wow, I was getting a $2 cost per click. Now I'm getting a 70 cent cost per click for the same amount of money. And just for making that one change, think about it. Let's say that you're positive ROI already. You're putting a thousand dollars in, right? Whatever, a day, a month, doesn't matter. Thousand dollars in out of those thousand dollars, you're making 2000. But just for making that one tiny little change, forget about everything else that we're going to talk about right now. Just for making that one tiny little change. Now, your cost per click, instead of $2, now it's 70 cents. Guess what? You're more than almost tripling what you're making, right? So instead of $1,000 in, $2,000 out, now you're $1,000 in, and then, what is it? $6,000 out, maybe? I don't know. I haven't done the math. I'm just making a guess just for making one little change. And that's what, that, that's what you know, for, for me, that's what really helped me being a little kid and just being obsessed about how do I get, man, I got, I got 29 cents. What can I get? Like, I want to get the most out of these 29 cents. Like, that's one of the things. That, and I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of you, you see all this and hear all these stories about, you know, immigrants who came from nothing and they had nothing in their pockets and, and, uh, and they build a successful business. Because when you don't have money, I want you to think about this. When you don't have money and you're committed, you're going to find ways, you're going to get creative in how to make things happen without money. See, one of the problems when you do have money, right? There's, there's, there are pros and cons if you think about it. The fact that you have money, okay, now I can invest in advertising, I can invest in coaching, I can invest in this. But because you have the money, right? and you have more money coming in as well, let's say that you have a trust fund or whatever, right? You know that if you lose that money, like you're going to start putting your money in many different places without even thinking about, you know, is this the best place to put my money in? And I think that's one of the problems with, you know, with like with people that do have money is like you're so careless. I mean, I remember watching so many different Shark Tank um, uh, episodes where, you know, people were funded even before going to Shark Tank. Right. They were funded uh, by other, um, you know, um, uh, VCs and, and and they went to the you know, they went to the tank and they started talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we got a million dollars of funding and then, you know, we lost it all, whatever, blah, blah. It's because many times when you have the money, like. You, it's harder to manage, but when you don't have money, when you don't have money, right? When you have just a few cents, you are going to make sure <laughs> that whatever it is that you invest in, it better work. So you're going to be smarter about the decisions that you make, right? So there's pros and cons in both places. And I think for me, it was a big pro not having money when I was a little kid, not having a lot of money and really being very careful about my money. Where do I invest? 
right? Where do I invest? I, I need to invest. I know that I want to invest and I need to invest, right? But I, I need to make sure that if I invest, I need to make the best I need to make the best decision in investing in something that is going to give me the highest return, right? And I think that's one of the things that really helped me, uh, you know, uh, improve my sales process. It was just getting so obsessed with numbers and and coming from a place that you know of scarcity, right? Of scarcity. So I had to make things work. I had to make things the the, the I had to I had to make them as efficient as possible. So that's one of the things that I'm always looking at is how can I make this more efficient, right? If I'm getting now a, a 79 cent cost per click, I want to know how can I make it a 59, right? How can I make it 50? If I'm getting a, uh, if my cost per acquisition is 30, right? $30 cost per acquisition, I want to know how can I make it 20, right? People are going to look at me, oh, dude, that's impossible. It's already an awesome, you know, cost per, you know, cost per acquisition. I'm like, yeah, I know it's awesome, but I want to make it better. That's one of the questions that people that make it all the way to the top, one question that they're always asking themselves is, how can I make this better? How can I do this better? Right? How can I do this podcast better? How can I do this YouTube video better? How can I do this Instagram reel better? And trying new things and trying new things and then looking back and be like, okay, look at all these Instagram reels. Let's see which ones gave me the most reach. Which ones went viral? And then let's look back and let's look at all those five of them. Right. And let's see, what did I do? What's the common denominator of all these? You know, yesterday, I think yesterday or the day before I was talking about how I got started in business with my agency, right? One of my first businesses. And, you know, one of my videos went viral. Right. So I did one video, nothing, another video, nothing, 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 nothing. I just kept trying for three years in a row. Nothing would go viral. Finally, in 2016, something just went viral. Right. And then it allowed me uh, to look back, look back at that video and be like, what did I do right? What was different about this video that the other videos did not have? And I tried to reverse engineer. And it was like a 10 minute video, right? I tried to reverse engineer and be like, okay, what did I do or say in the first three seconds or 10 seconds or one minute? And then what did I say later? And then what did I say next? Was it the energy that I had? Was it a different energy? Was it what, was it, was it what I was wearing? What was it? Was it what I was saying? Was it a combination of all those things, right? And just peel the onion one piece at a time. And then before you know, you're going to find that that is that's how people make it to the top. How do they make it to the top? Because they figure out what works. How do they know what works? Because they test. So step number one is you got to test a lot of stuff, right? You got to send a lot of traffic, whether it's organic reach or, or paid advertising, doesn't matter. You know, send traffic, get people in, you know, get numbers. Because like my mentor said, people lie. Numbers don't. And guess what? How can you make things better? How can you optimize, which is the second step? Well, you need numbers because the numbers are going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. Once you have data, once you have numbers, once you have traffic, once you have some sales, now you can figure out exactly what's right and what's wrong, what's working, what's not working. And then you optimize. You optimize your sales process. And once you optimize your sales process, you've really squeezed at least the most that you can squeeze for now. And you have the highest possible uh, ROI. Then you go ahead and scale right? You don't want to scale right away. You don't want to, you don't want to scale yet until you've optimized. You first got to optimize, then you get to scale. It's learning the game. It's learning the game. Business is, business is a game. Just like soccer, I was watching, uh, I don't know anything about figure skating, but I was watching the Olympics and this chick, uh, whatever her name is, my wife and I fell in love with her. And uh, as in freaking, you know, as a, as a, as a, uh, uh, 
as a sports person. And uh, she's only like freaking like 15 years old, I think. Uh, Camila, because my wife's name is Camila as well, right? And she's just flawless, man. Like, wow. And then I was following this other guy, Nathan. I think Nathan Chan. Uh, Chan, Chan? Uh, just this guy's just a beast, man. Like, wow. So how do those people make it all the way to the top? You got to test and learn, test and learn, test and learn. And once you test and learn, test and learn, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get the numbers. And once you get the numbers, then you optimize. And once you optimize, it's time to scale, my friend. So that's that's the game. That's the game. It's a game that you got to learn. It's a game that you got to learn. And anybody, it's a science that anybody can learn. Nobody's born knowing business. Nobody. You just got to learn the science. You got to learn the numbers. You got to learn how to write a business plan. You got to learn how to do the marketing. You got to learn how to uh, do the selling, how to improve the sales. And once you know the game, once you know the numbers, success is almost inevitable. How are you going to get to that place? It's a mindset game. It's really a mindset game. The people that want it more, the people that want it most, those are the people that are going to win. So I hope that this was valuable to you. I know it was valuable to you. And if that was the case, go ahead and like, share, subscribe. Can you share actually this? I don't even know if you can share this. Like, comment, subscribe. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for the attention. Thank you so much. This is Coach Miguel. I'll see you next time. And most importantly, I'll see you at the top. Peace out. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of the Warriors Podcast. Make sure to visit www.warriorsu.com to join the number one peak performance university for entrepreneurs. See you at the top.